0: Hey everybody, welcome to episode 34 of the Balance Room Music Podcast. I'm your host, musician, and producer, Ingrid Wood. This podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Google Play, as well as YouTube for you to subscribe to. I would like to welcome uh, my new and returning Balance Room listeners. I appreciate you for hitting play. When you get a moment, make sure that you sign up for the Balance Room newsletter. I share things in there that I don't share on the podcast, um, like certain opportunities and information that I have access to that may not necessarily be on your radar. So make sure you sign up for that. You can just go to uh, thebalanceroom.com, And when you go there, it should be a pop-up that comes on your screen. You just put in your name and your email, and that's is all you gotta do this episode is supported by the cambridge tradition which is an urban design house that specializes in street apparel and new wave art their collection includes but is not limited to custom watches skateboard decks hoodies t-shirts and authentic jerseys this brand is designed around the principles of quality and excellence now cambridge tradition is doing something super special for us the balance warmers they are offering us a uh, discount a 50 percent discount on their apparel, all you have to do is go to the website, which is cambridgetraditionllc.com. And just to make sure Cambridge is spelled C-A-M-B-R-I-D-G-E, cambridgetraditionllc.com. Go there. And when you check out, just use the promo code BALANCE, all lowercase B-A-L-A-N-C-E balance and you will get your 15% off discount. And now this runs through Friday, April 21st, 2017. So make sure you take advantage of that. All right. Now this episode is, is actually part two of a conversation that I have with Mr. Warren Shad, the, uh, the owner and creator of Shad Pianos. Part one of the conversation is, is in episode 33 so make sure when you get a chance definitely check out episode 33. I'm not going to do too much talking on this intro. I want to go ahead and continue this conversation that I have with Mr. Warren Shad. So let's go ahead and step into the balance room. Do you remember what your experience was like selling your first piano that you built?
1: Yeah. Um it's kind of strange because you know the first piano went to the uh at that time it was called the Satai Hotel uh now it's called Langham Place Hotel. It's the number one luxury hotel in New York City and it's uh it's been played since uh November 8th 2012 and they play the piano there every single day jazz cats play there, and they recognize the name, and um, and we've done well from them coming in to play it. But delivering the, that piano, um, I can tell you I discovered something about the piano, and this harkens back to when I was a kid and retrofitting different parts and learning different, uh, the, the quality of different parts of the piano. Those things were encompassed in this piano and subsequently. So we had a, had a big hurricane back then, and everything was shut down, and our, our manufacturing facility in New York, was shut down for like uh 3 weeks so the piano was just it was almost ready to go um uh, just a basic assembly um of putting it back together putting it together rather um and so it was just sitting there in in no heat um because um New York was pretty shut down at that time and especially in that particular area so uh you know that it can be detrimental to a piano just uh, in in absolute uh you know sub zero uh temperature For a period of time, so I had no idea that they were actually going to deliver the piano. And and, uh, the hotel called me and said, "We have just, uh, you know, experienced your wonderful piano here at the hotel." I'm like, "Really?" (laughs) So I didn't know they had delivered the piano. And and so they delivered the piano, and I went up the, the next day to check it out. And my surprise was that the piano had maintained its A440 pitch. I was surprised because, you know, it usually never happens Mm -hmm. because the weather affects, you know, the piano in a certain way. And, um, of course, you know, you you would say the piano has some um, inconsistencies, but this was pretty uh, dead on um, because we do about six piano tunings prior to the piano leaving the shop. And then, you know, and then moving a piano has an effect and then setting it down and delivering it and all that stuff. I, I learned that our piano did not not affected and somewhat impervious to major shifts in weather, which is great. And I just it was a somewhat happenstance to learn that, but it harkens back to understanding the best parts, the best materials that go into a piano, and uh, and that's what I used in this particular piano, and not um, cutting corners for any any type of price or or not or not having access to. Um, everything in the piano is uh one hundred percent high quality. So the exuberance came from uh just learning that particular thing. It wasn't wasn't so much of you know, delivering the first piano but it was actually finding out well, I think this is pretty good. <laughs> after, after all after all, I think this is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I found out.
0: <laughs> Very was a nice surprise. Yeah, it's a nice
1: surprise. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is it only you who builds the pianos, or do you have like a, a team of builders or technicians or, or manufacturers?
1: Oh yeah, we have a we have, we have a we have a pretty uh, um, extensive uh, staff, and um, I could tell you, um, my shop manager, uh, when we finished that that first piano, she said, "Do you want to tune the piano, or before it goes out, or?" Or do you want Lewis to tune the piano? And I and I said I I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll and then I stopped myself and I said let Lewis tune the piano because okay. that that being the first piano I'm so used to doing everything and micromanagement and all these particular things and I I stopped myself and because I said wait a minute this is where I am transitioning from serv- servicer worker rebuilder into owner mm-hmm. into. A manufacturer CEO, um, and uh, it was um, it was a it was a quick learning curve, <laughs> all in about all in about five seconds. When I stopped myself and I said, "Hey, wait a minute," um, so I do not actually work on the pianos. Um, they build the pianos in accordance to my patents and designs and concepts, et cetera. And um, uh, I've created what something uh, that you call as passive income and revenue. Uh, where I do not have to be there to uh, generate revenue. Before that, if I wasn't playing the gig, there was no money. If I wasn't tuning the piano, there was no money. If I wasn't rebuilding the piano, there was no money. Now I've created passive income, where I can I can be on the beach eating grapes and check my phone for deposits. And so that's that's what you that's what you want to create. You want to create that. Uh, where you don't have to be there, especially someone who's in the arts. I mean, because if we're in the arts, we—it's it, a hands-on, you know—it's a hands-on business if it is a business. And we—we mm-hmm. we get to the point that we be, we become uh, so dependent. We don't have sick days pay, and we don't have uh, you know all the luxuries of a of a regular nine to five. When we work, we work for the money, and when we don't work, we don't have any money. So that's it. So, if you can create something where you don't have to be there and you're still making money, that's what you want to. Do. It's a it's a whole different vibe, but it's a great one if you can do it. But that doesn't mean that I'm not, um, you know, I'm not eyeballing every single thing because pe no, no piano leaves that facility without uh, me with the white gloves, you know, going over the over the piano. Um I totally inspect every corner of the piano before it leaves out. I just wanted to make sure that everything is perfect, um, notwithstanding that nine times out of ten it is.
0: I can understand because you know it's a representation of you know or you of your work of the shared name on you know on that.
1: Absolutely, 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 We we can't um, we can't um, afford to have any clunkers out there. <laughs> you know, so you know some of these other uh, companies. Um, I've seen some horrible pianos, but they have since the 1800s. Of many pianos that have hit the street, so they can afford to have a couple of clunkers, and people, you know, will, will uh, forgive them for those particular clunkers. Uh, but for me right now, I could tell you right now 100% no clunkers. <laughs> <laughs> Approved. Um, yes.
0: <laughs> Do you remember what it was like taking the time to build the trust of people and, and people being like, pianists and organizations and, and companies. Do you remember what that um, that period of time was like?
1: Well, um, we were selling pianos um, from New York to Australia, but I didn't have any pianos in this area for anyone to play because we initially uh, did not have store distribution, so you couldn't go into a store in New York or Los Angeles or Atlanta or Washington, D.C., and play a shav piano we were direct sales fortunately uh we do go into stores and we now have this store distribution so throughout the latter part of spring into the first of uh the summer you'll see the presence of uh Shad pianos in stores now and that took um some some doing uh, for people to believe and to build a reputation and uh and and like i said initially in this conversation um, i was told no you're not getting in these stores and now we're in those stores. <laughs> we're in the same stores and they said no. So I said it's not always the final answer. We had musicians to come and play the pianos, uh when I, I had the pianos to come here to my house and I I had uh six Pianos, are all of our models, from uh, the upright to baby grands, semi-concert grants to concert grants, and I would invite, would invite musicians over to play the pianos, and I would post it on Facebook. Uh, and a lot of my jazz friends and cats would come over, and gospel cats would come over and play, and I post it on Facebook. And then, you know, that's one thing uh, as as an advantage, and somewhat of a, a weapon, is that uh, using social media helps to bridge uh, some of that gap from the 1800s to now that puts me somewhat on the fast track of people knowing and understanding and learning uh, and recognizing uh, Shad Piano's. If uh, if I, if this was uh, in the 1960s or 1970s, I would have to mail out flyers and advertisements and put in newspapers uh, about Shad pianos, and that would just take an, not only an enormous amount of, amount of money, but an enormous uh, amount of time and years for people to learn about Shad pianos. Using social media and having 5,000 friends, and they share and they share and they share uh, helps to uh, get the word out, if you will. And then having musicians of high esteem that people respect to come and play the piano only uh, bode well for the reputation uh, and uh, people wanted to to find out more about the pianos and and inquire about it and uh, and I was pretty astonished when we first uh, sold a piano on, from Facebook I mean <laughs> that that became pretty wild and people started buying our pianos without even playing the piano they would hear someone else play the piano and and uh, people started buying the pianos from London to, to Canada to Australia it was it was uh, something to behold and uh and so we started moving pianos across the across the world without anybody even touching the piano. I thought that was crazy myself. <laughs> so, but uh but but that's what happened and, and, and it was phenomenal and then we started getting pianos uh in more and more uh high esteemed places, um, such as uh the on stage piano on American Idol. And when we got the, the piano on American Isle, that was great for us. And uh, being the concert grand there, and, uh, and then the winner uh, who won that particular first year we were there, people paid a lot of attention to uh, Caleb Johnson because um, he was the winner, and the piano on stage when he was singing was our concert grand. So from there, uh, we got into Rolls Royce showrooms. That was like, are you kidding? You. <laughs> who does that you know and 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 never before has this been done uh to have rolls-royce pianos synonymous as a luxury brand with uh, rolls-royce and so as you're building this brand people are paying attention and they're beginning to to think okay this this must be good uh, because Mm -hmm. if it's here it must be good we could sell for instance a thousand pianos out of the trunk of my car you know and in one day you know but at the same time Not many people would know, but if you have the piano on American Idol, it's instant boom, millions of people know, and that conjures more sales. So from there to people understanding and learning about our pianos being synonymous and marketing with Rolls-Royce becoming uh, an official uh, Infinity Partnership uh, marketing with Rolls-Royce worldwide, and they're particular the showrooms, and we—they have high, you know, high-end events, and people come in and buy a four hundred thousand dollar automobile, and and uh, and they would like one of those nice, beautiful, little shiny pianos to go into their estate room, uh, in their living room, and uh, and that's how we've been successful there. Then from there, uh, we became uh, the official pianos on Empire, the number one television show, and uh, we're going into our third season with six pianos on set. Uh, so every, every piano you see on Empire is a Shad piano, and that show uh, has been very, very good to us, and uh, it helped us to sell a good number of pianos being totally showcased on that show, and they're seeing the brand. So we're constantly building the brand, exposing it on a much larger scale than let's say the pianos that have been out for generations and, and that is helping us to quickly get our brand known. And then we became uh, the official pianos of the Vatican and uh we have a big concert grand in the in the Basilica and uh with the Pope's Seal on the inside grand top. And I designed that piano, and we're working on some other big things coming up soon. And so these things help our reputation; they help our, our, our brand name. And uh, and I post these things, uh, and and other uh, folks post them on, on Instagram and and put the word out on Twitter and and Facebook. And and so that's that's how we get it out instantly that what we're doing, and people follow us. And uh, it's been great for us.
0: All right. Well, I hope you all enjoyed this conversation between myself. And Mr. Warren Shad. Now, if you have not again listened to part one of the conversation, make sure you check out episode thirty-three. You will definitely enjoy that. I know you will. Um, and if you did enjoy this, make sure you hit that uh, that share button on your screen. You can even take a screenshot and, and post it on Instagram. Um, and if you haven't already, you can find us on on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Find us on there and follow. Uh, Just look up The Balance Room. We should pop up in the search engine. Also, don't forget, uh, take advantage of that discount that Cambridge Tradition is offering us exclusively, The Balance Room listeners. Just remember, use that promo code BALANCE, all lowercase, B-A-L-A-N-C-E, at the checkout. And also, don't forget to sign up for The Balance Room newsletter. To Mr. Warren Shad, I appreciate you so much for accepting my invitation into The Balance Room. And Angela, I appreciate you so, so much. Until next episode, this is your host, Ingrid Wood. Take care, God bless, and stay balanced.
1: This is Warren Shad of Shad Pianos, and you are listening to The Balance Room.